Do you remember the first story that was so spellbinding that it drove you to break the rules and stay up all night? To keep reading, keep listening, keep playing? So good you forgot your life and lived there? So good that the moment it ended you asked yourself, what next? Welcome to the floor. Our goal is to take you back, take you deeper, to explore and understand more, and relive that childlike wonder. Join us as we dive deep into humanity's greatest stories, no matter how they are told, through books, movies, television, even games. One of us does an in-depth research on our topic. One of us is familiar with the topic. And one of us knows nothing. So the right questions will always be asked and will be addressed for anyone coming into the topic, regardless of how much you know. Enjoy another world another adventure, another spellbinding story. Join us on the floor. All right. Welcome back to the Xenoverse. And today we're going to talk about the Yunta technology, the Predator's technology that we see them use and, and different things. So me and Aaron are going to sit down and chat about just the different weapons that we've observed that they have. Um, Aaron, uh, you want to start out with uh, some of our basic weapons? Uh, basic is a is an interesting word for futuristic things, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, sure. Uh, they have their their wrist blades, which I think everybody knows and loves. Those claws mm. that come out that they uh, use as weapons, but they don't. They also use those for ceremonial stuff where they flay their victims. Uh, that, that's more of the uh, the knife. They have a ceremonial knife they keep on their shin. Uh, and this is usually the unblooded who have this. And then once they become blooded, it's kind of assumed that they mounted on their wall, their trophy wall to symbolize that they have been blooded. Um, and, uh, and that, that they usually make out of a xenomorph, uh, bone. Um, so it doesn't melt when you stab a xenomorph or cut off a xenomorph head, which is something popular they would do with such a knife. Um, but as far as their metal goes for their uh, uh, retractable blades, uh, that's usually a, a really strong alloy. Nothing uh, on Earth right now is as strong as that alloy is itself. It's and, super and alloy. Blood can't can't break it or melt it. Uh, it melts it a little bit. Um, so it like their it. their armor is often made out of it, and uh, you you see a. a a guy have to discard his armor after getting a big splash on him. And uh, but the blades, when they shove them through aliens, don't melt. True, uh, but I think I think it melts a little bit, but not uh, entirely. And and they might, you know, where's some your might, proof? Uh, just the fact that it melts their armor. I suppose uh, I don't have proof on that one. So that <laughs> they could actually superheat or something the blade in a different way. Uh huh. Uh huh. Coat it with something. Um, we also have their, their plasma casters, right? Um, that's the shoulder the, one, right? Their yeah. energy. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's the shoulder mounted weapon that's hooked up to the bio helmet and has that auto targeting for them. Yeah. And then they have camouflage. Uh, yeah. Their cloaking system. Yeah. Yeah. They can pretty much bend light around them. And only if you're really looking for it, you can see it, you know, there's slight distortion, but other than that, they are pretty much invisible um, be extremely hard to spot if they're just sitting still 
That's when it's most difficult to spot them. That's what they're doing most of the time. <laughs> they do that a lot. They sit still and they move fast. Yeah, they like, sit still. Like a cat that pounces. If they're going to move, they have a reason. Yes. They, Otherwise, they're just stock still. Yes, they move with purpose. They, and, you know, this hunting is like their, their ultimate thing. You know, it's a, I'm going to commit this great hunt. You know, it's a, it's a big, big part of their culture. Uh, they have the long spears, uh, and we see one of them's retractable, so it's easier for them to carry around. That's kind of. Oh, yeah, we saw those in AVP. Uh, the the girl used it at one point. Uh huh. And she even gets given it, right? She she's given his uh, spear after he dies. Uh, I think that one's wolf, is what they call that one who was the most powerful of the three. That and, was wolf. Who was uh-huh. the one in AVP Requiem? I thought that was wolf. Is that one wolf? Yeah, I I, I, I yeah. remember they don't they don't say their names ever. People just mm-hmm. call them something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do know the one in Alien versus Predator, whatever his name was. He had the coolest weapon. Yeah, <laughs> that that alien tail whip. Yeah, right? yeah, that one is Wolf. Yeah, uh, yeah. Wolf is the one with the alien tail whip that he uses to obliterate uh, aliens with. Well, he also uses it to finish off the Pred Alien, which is scary. <laughs> that that thing's the boss. Let's see. What else do we got? We got. Oh, they also have uh, pistols, right? Energy casting pistols, um, probably similar to the shoulder caster. And we also see that uh, you have a energy weapon in the wrist as well. Uh, the wrist uh, weapon that also contains the bomb. Right when they yeah, have the- failed, they nuke the area. Yeah, the the one one use bomb. Uh huh. They're big on covering their tracks. You know that's important to them. Of course, they they have spaceships. I know you wanted to mention the the net gun that he had. Oh yeah, that thing is just mean because it slices through you as it and retracts and becomes smaller and smaller. Cubes yeah. you up. <laughs> the cubing meat. net. Yeah, the cubing <laughs> net. It's it's actually a it's a cooking tool for them. <laughs> Horrific for us, the the prey, but right, but like, great item for them. Actually, the guy who who did the road show for that, the predator who first sold that, made a lot of money. Everybody <laughs> would use it for, for dinner, cooking dinner with. I've noticed with their uh, their written language, they love triangles. Triangles is big, you know, and and with their uh, uh, plasma weapon, you know, it's got the three dots that form the triangle. It's oh just, yeah, yeah, they but, like triangles. Well, everyone who worshipped them built pyramids. Uh, oh right, yeah, that's they got right. The Egyptians, the Mayans, the Aztecs. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They they uh-huh. got their love of triangles somewhere. <laughs> they love triangles. Maybe this is like the secret. Like that's their uh, Fibonacci. They have a triangle Fibonacci sequence. Maybe. Like, <laughs> If you present triangles to them as a gift, they'd probably love you forever. Right. They're like, that's a beautiful triangle. I love <laughs> this triangle. <laughs> what, what are those snacks? Bugles or something? Are those triangles? Like, those are cones. Those are cones. Close. I don't know if that would count or if they'd be like, this is a cheap imitation. And then shoot you with a net gun and cook you up. Well, well, the pyramids aren't cones, right? They're pyramids. Exactly. Right? But I mean, 
still. <laughs> um, also, goo. They they love goo, right? We've got a yeah. lot of goo. Uh, we have goo that they pour on themselves to heal gunshot wounds. Um, we have goo uh, that uh, Predator 2, he loses his arm, breaks up a bunch of tile, puts it in a sink, pours goo on it, bubbles up, comes a new goo, rubs that goo on the severed arm, and he's like, I'm good. I'm going to keep keep my hunt going. I've, I've still got my prey I need and my trophy I'm taking home with me. Yeah, they they do love their goo. Uh, Alien vs. Predator uses goo to dissolve a xenomorph body after it's been slain. Oh yeah, he, he has that biodegrad- biodegradable goo. Uh-huh. You think that's just, it's kind of like how astronauts have freeze-dried stuff because it's really convenient to pack. They just have 20 different types of goo because it just does whatever you need. And well, if I mix this with water, I get roast beef. Like if I mix this with with a tree, I, I now have a spaceship. Like I, I have goo for any occasion. Yeah, I wonder if like in their arm, they they can program what kind of goo they want it to be, and they alter the molecules a little bit. And now you're like, I have this specific kind of goo. You know, that would be so useful. So I'd right, be so weird if they could yes. do that. That'd be so. Un- like, how long would it take? Do you think like two minutes? Just like beep done, or like. Oh, gonna let it sit for two days. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of thinking about how uh, uh, spell slots in role playing games works. You know, you, you have so many spell slots because you only have so much goo, but you get to pick from a selection. Does, yeah, that would work. <laughs> you know, I, they'd probably I think, have to be similar. Like they'd have to have the same base. <laughs> I think we're uh, creating the uh, the subclass for Joe in our Predator game if we ever play that. Yeah. Right? He's he's like I'm, I'm going hard car goo. <laughs> I brought his- my goo. <laughs> Just like no matter what bad stuff happens, we've been caught. There's a hundred people all around us with guns on us. I have my goo. We're okay, guys. <laughs> no, we created a monster. He's like I'm bringing a backpack of goo. <laughs> I got eight goo liters. Food. I got goo for good days. I got goo for bad days. I got goo for the apocalypse. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And then I'll just have my neck gun. Yeah. Oh, I uh, think we're going to wrap it up there with goo. All right. Thanks for joining us on this uh, short brief of uh, just alien technology and the different things they can do. I know we didn't uh, we didn't jump into this with a with a good intro, so might have thrown you guys off a little bit. But uh, we're doing a new format now where we're going to do well. This one was the expert and the amateur uh, in in the xenomorph universe. So it was Aaron and Eli. So Eli and I uh, just going over the predator technology. Uh, if you like this, you want to hear more s- format like this, or you want us to dive into something else. In this format, in this universe, please let us know. Thanks, guys. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening. Leave us a review. Tell us why you like listening to us. Is it our awesome deep dives? Is it our amazing back and forth? Is it our charming good looks? What would you like us to add or change? You can put that in the review as well. We read reviews. Yeah, and if you're going to be leaving us a review telling us what you like about it, maybe... You even want to share the content with your friends, uh, like and share on social media. You can join us on Twitter and Facebook. We post memes. 
and we actually started a Discord. So come play with us. So uh, a lot of the worlds we cover have a retcon. Uh, if you're not familiar with that term, it's reconstruction. Or sometimes we might uh, use a bad source for some of our lore research. And if that happens, uh, feel free to email us at floorfantasyandlore at gmail.com. That is floor spelled F-L-O-R-E, fantasyandlore at gmail.com. And if you're angry enough, we'll read it on the air. <laughs> yes, we will. Also, the treasure room is now available. We have locked a few secrets for everything we cover in there. And each week, we add more. And uh, you can find the treasure room on patreon.com backslash floor, fantasy, and lore. And how do you spell that, Aaron? That's lore with an F at the beginning. So it sounds like floor, but it's not the floor you're thinking because it's our floor. uh, We hope you enjoyed your time on the floor. Uh, Think about your favorite part of the episode. Now, think about your nerdiest friend. Who is it? What is their name? They want to know about the floor. Stop holding out on them. Go and tell them about your favorite part. Because all of this is more fun together.